we don't we don't we don't talk about that. <laughs> that universe right. is officially dead dead, so no, no we don't talk about that. So I I went to go get my hair trimmed again, more green hair and everything. Except like this time it was pretty extreme because I we had just been there about two weeks ago. Uh, we had plans we want to go to the roots. And for the past few days, every time I put my fingers through my hair now, for whatever reason, it's just super strong this time. And um, my hands are kind of like permanently green. You're morbid. K- kinda. Like, I I don't know. Like, it's I can't wash it off, really. It doesn't stay off. And every time I go through my hair, it's like, hey, take some of this with you. And I'm just like, I mean, okay. It like it's just it's just a so weird. Cause also I have one of those corner lamps, you know, the Gooby corner lamps that um, have RGB, which also has a green tint. So I have green hands and a green tint with green hair, and it's just so much of color perception is off kilter. Mm. Like at first I thought maybe I just bruised my hands somehow, but no, it's, it's just green dye. Don't go away. You're just hulking out. Hello, welcome to VG Weekly Roundup, your number one unranked weekly video game podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. ish, 8:30 Central Time. We'll get there. Uh, we come to you live from our collection of the week's biggest gaming news, host topics, and what we've been playing right here at Twitch.tv/slash CLOSP. That's Twitch.tv/slash CLOSP. Please remember, if Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one free month Twitch sub for any channel. It'll be a little bit channel for you, but if not, that's okay. You can support us by liking, rating, sharing, and following podcasts on all your favorite podcast services, such as. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many, many more. No, 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 really. No matter where you are, look at the names. Like you, you can't, you can't escape us. I can almost promise you. I, I'm, I would have gone to a point. I'm more willing to bet money that we are on a podcast service you're using than we are not. That's only going to grow more when I spend the, the next break adding us to even more services. Like we're just, just, it's just going to get you. We're just, we're just coming to get you, everyone. Watch. Ah, okay. Anyway, you, do you need coffee oh. or something, my guy? No, like just I'm, we're we're gonna come and get them. Like it's it's gonna be everywhere. Like there's there's still more services. Yeah, we're you not guys, on, you guys gonna... are gonna come and get some. You need a little more enthusiasm. You got me sleeping. Like, Jesus, I, just, I I'm trying to enunciate. I'm trying to enunciate. I was told to enunciate. Yeah, there, yeah enunciate, but also like add a little bit extra in there. But you gotta add some spice. It's like I'm hearing the news at six o'clock, even though it's nine forty-one my time. You know, I don't criticize you when you do the intro. Yeah, you you probably should. Anyway, yeah, all that's gonna be under VG Weekly Roundup. You can also follow us on Twitter and YouTube at VG Weekly. I'm sorry, at VG Weekly. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to make sure of this. No, 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 that's all correct. Okay, yeah. I'm your host, Neil Speaking Point P. As always, I'm joined by my host, the deranged voiceman himself, Ultima uh, at Ultra, Ultima JV Def on Twitter and Twitch. Yeah, and I'm a fucking critic right now because this is the last episode of the year. We're gonna be gone for three weeks. We'll see you next year, motherfuckers. Literally, we might have a live audience. You know, you just you won't know about it. Um, yeah, it's yeah, called you it's called voyeurism. Anyway, but yeah, as Ultima said, hey, as a, little bit of, a little bit of housekeeping. We're going to go ahead. It's going to be the last show of the year. We will not be back until, I believe, scheduled time is... Why is that not showing? It's okay. I know where to find it. 
the scheduled comeback date is going to go ahead and be on January 17th, 2023. It will be myself and Ultima again on here. What we will be looking forward to is possibly filling in that Thursday spot with some host. We will go ahead and have our new time set in stone there as well. I say that now, but then again, who knows if the host needs to move as well. So it's just, it's, we just keep it guessing, folks. We keep it guessing. But that's going to be in the future. You will also go ahead and be more noticing us more on uh, websites everywhere. We may, as a few things to go ahead and note, you may see us more active online in certain spots with certain equips on there. So by all means, you see that want to support us again, please like, share. We're about growth in this coming year. We're about getting the word out there. We're about annoying people every time they see us because that's how you know you have progress. People hate seeing you. Then, then fucking, I must be having a lot of progress at my job. God damn. I mean, probably. If they know you, then... Where are you without your haters in life? Um, peaceful, fucking enjoying life, not having no, to worry I about stress. I can't lie, as someone who's like the, you know, it's the holiday season. I work at a help desk. Don't nobody want to care about a computer issue right now. Nobody. So I'm just kind of just sitting there, like, hey. So is there any work to do? And everyone's been like, no. It's like, I bet free money. Yep, free basically. Money. I'll I'll sit here and play Crisis Core. Let's go. Um, but yeah, all that's for in the future. So once again, we thank you for this year being here with us. Hope you enjoyed it uh, for the ups and the downs. But again, as a reminder to everyone, on a real note, when we come back, yes, we hope to have a more formulated and solid plan on there. Please be aware, though, we will still possibly have hiccups, as I've said before, until I am able to properly see a doctor. A lot of the ups and downs we do have are related to health issues, but I'm hoping to go ahead and get those addressed within the new year. And we will tell you when you can go ahead and definitely rely on us much, much more for stability in that sake. So don't want to overpromise to you, but you can definitely expect more in the coming year. Until then, Ultima did not want to go ahead and end the year on sad, sad news. Because you hadn't noticed, um, Tuesday shows are just typically sad shows. Yeah, <laughs> because and I'm um, like the most vocal person here, and I'm doing sad news. Yeah, Jesus I'll, Christ, my guy. I'll tell you, um, corporations like doing bad things over the weekends. So, fucking Blizzard happens. is like, oh hey, Ultima wants to wants to have some fun. Let's murder someone else. That didn't happen. I'm just making a joke. Jesus as Christ. As far uh, as we know, as far as we know. So instead, today what we're going to be doing not what we've been playing. We're instead going to be doing top threes, top threes of this year. What we played. Top Do we threes. even have anything for what we've been playing? <laughs> Me? Oh, I could have had plenty for what we've been playing. I've been playing games nonstop. In fact, okay. I'm just playing even more games. You can you can see, count on that during the break. You can see me online a lot because uh, as of today, officially, my 3080 shipped. My 3080 shipped. Wonderful. Uh, so when that comes in, I'm just going to be, you know, running through all of the Mac settings that cannot work on stream. Absolutely. So come, come watch the garbage truck on fire, folks. It's going to be amazing. So it would have just been you before we've been playing because uh, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's it's a lot of games. Crash the Core, definitely a PSP game, but it's nice to see that. Um, but yeah, no, we're gonna go start off again. We're gonna do top threes of what we played this year in the year of 2022, and then we're gonna do top threes of what we're looking forward to next year, the year of 2023. 
to start it off, all off first will be me. You. It's you. I don't know why, but yes, it's always what, me. What, 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 what is, what's the first thing that you liked playing so the in first 2022? Thing of all the games I played this year that I did go ahead and deeply enjoy is Triangle Strategy. Earlier in the year, y'all probably heard me talk about this, how much I enjoyed it. It is the almost spiritual successor to Final Fantasy Tactics, made by Square Enix and the group behind Octopath Traveler. It was released on the Switch exclusively and now is also on PC because, of course it is. Why would I ever... You know what? I'm not mad about it because the, the art style isn't that great. It. It, it's it's you know it's it's just eight bit, but it's still lovely. It's still beautiful. Uh, it, Don't be again, mad about this, accessibility. This, this this was the for me the full on departure into like classic ass um, tactics gameplay, and God, I love it. Once again, this is one of those games where it had multiple paths. The story really didn't matter like what you were choosing, what you would have to go ahead and do. As a result of those choices, and the choices not necessarily always being in your control unless you really, really put the work in to make it in your control. For many people, not going to do that. But again, the fact that it has a wide cast of characters that you can go ahead and collect, all leading up to, if you keep replaying it, a final golden route that, if you've done everything else beforehand, does go ahead and reward you of making all of this mean something in those final moments. And it's just awesome. I've only played through one route, but again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I can't wait to spend the next few years of my life coming back to this game randomly, playing the other routes until I eventually do get that final route. And it's going to be so fucking awesome. I can't say enough good things about it. I still need to get it because I've only played the demo. Oh, it's, it's, it's. Again, classic tactics. I'm like I saw someone recently say how, hey, is there a mod to go and move the story and, and uh, trying strategy? To which I say, yes, it's called uninstalling the game. You fucking heathen, because you don't deserve it. Um, but ah, so good. So again, this was a start of I don't I can no longer get excited for Fire Emblem Engage as coming out next month because I don't know that I can go back to basic tactics games again. Like, I really don't know. Like, make my content the game itself, not the uh, social info. So, yeah, it's it's so good. If you get a chance, absolutely, I recommend picking this one up. That is my first pick for the year of 2022. Ultima. Right. So, I'm going to just start off with uh, the biggest elephant in the room. The one that won the Video Game Awards. That I was right about. Won, won the, the whole thing of, hey, let's make a special edition for a sales number yeah i'm talking about elden ring that is uh my first pick and my god what what have we not said on the Ouija weekly roundup about elden ring sorry what what haven't i said about elden ring well for starters this game it, 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 it i don't know if y'all realize this i don't know if you've been living under a rock this game is fucking beautiful this game is gorgeous not from the jump i get it but once you see that big golden tree, your eyes open up and you see the force around you. But in all seriousness, this game, be, even being from a from software game, was a just, it was a wonderful game. I personally wouldn't say it would be game of the year, even though I picked it. But 
it, it is a really good game. If you love difficulty, you got it in spades. If you like customizations, spades. If you like the open world setting that a lot that uh that it just kind of steals from Breath of the Wild that a lot of games are kind of doing now. And and I know the saying like the open world has been out for a while, but let's be real, a, a lot of games are just taken from Breath of the Wild at this point. Um, it's got that in spades too. Literally, this game is just. It took aspects of games that everyone was liking, took its own aspects from the games that it made, put them all together with George R. R. Martin, and presto, you have a baby that is very fucking difficult, but also very rewarding, with bosses around nearly every corner, and uh, uh, they somehow imported Brazil and Ohio in this game. Crazy, I know. But, uh, yeah, Caled. Caled. Uh, but you know th- this game, very beautiful. It's all kind of like with Frontiers. You could do so much around in the world, and manage to not do any of the story until you're ready. It is one of those games where you can put a hundred hours into that game without ever realizing that you put that much time into it. There's just so much to explore. There's so much to look at, to fantasize about, and so many ways to die. It's fucking beautiful um of course my biggest gripe is that there is not much okay so the one thing that from software games kind of suffers or at least it's suffering right now is that there is no there's no dlc yet this is a big this is a big yet but also replayability for me personally um not strong i've tried replaying it and i just didn't want to I've played through it once. I did everything I could. And then I wanted to replay it doing a different build. I just, I got bored. I just didn't want to play through the same mode because I knew that no matter what I've done, it would have felt like there was no actual difficulty spike. Um, Which is weird because I know the game is fucking difficult. I know it gets harder. But after I played like an hour or two in New Game Plus, everything still felt the same to me. I don't know if it's because I did too much in my first playthrough or if fighting both Mog and Melania kind of desensitized me to every other boss in this game. Because <laughs> those two were the hardest ones. And after finally jumping over that hurdle, the tree sentinel just became another guy. But that's beside the point. Elden Ring, that is one of my picks for top three. And there was a lot to to, to sift through. There was a lot to sift through. And there, and there was games I didn't realize came out in 2022. I'm not going to go back to the list and find them. Just know that, uh, yeah, it was just, I, I just had to stick with what I played and what I know about. Uh, so, huh? Pete, your turn. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Next up, I have chosen... Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. I have... It's kind of crazy to think that I just said how I can't get excited for Fire Emblem Engage, the new actual main... The mainstream here. But I fucking loved this Fire Emblem game more so in the actual, like, Warriors combat. Because it made the... It made the the fighting feel like actual tactics as opposed to the the actual tactics game at this point because I I just I don't know it just the formula of the characters just doing so much damage in the mainstream game as opposed to 
uh, the first playthrough of Warriors that was just at times very difficult. You had to earn everything. You had to make everything work. And how vastly different the stories really are this time around. And it was just so awesome. The fact that in some of the routes, like, it didn't matter. You you couldn't you couldn't save everybody. People had to die. People had to be sacrificed. And it is the one time I was like, maybe I do want to play the Blue Lions. Maybe I do want to play Cops. Then I slapped myself and I said no. Um, I was about to say you're really gonna you're really gonna fuck up your convictions. No, not at all. Not even remotely. But it was like again, I put over 170 hours, 180 hours. Yeah. It's completing uh, the Black Eagles and Golden Deer, which again, still Golden Deer, complete idiots. Do do not deserve their own campaign. They should have just folded into Edelgard stuff, and it would have been perfectly fine. Because um, my Emperor is the only one with convictions here. But again, just it's so much fun. I, I the I love the new outfits. I love the new story. It. The combat was, again, growing more and more, expanding on the uh, Warriors combat from Times of Hand. Like, I, it's, it makes me sad that this is such a good game, but, God, Dynasty Warriors 9 was just such fucking garbage. And, uh, oh, well. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. If, if someone, someone asked me, like, oh, can I get into it if I haven't played the original uh, Fire Emblem game? I mean, I want to say yes, but I feel like I'm also maybe just very biased as well. So I don't know. I really don't know. I, I go back and forth on it. But I just know I had such a good time on it, and I wish I could go back and play more. I really do. All right, Ultima, you're up again. Right. So I'm cheating. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. This is a DLC I'm talking about next. I'm talking about DLC. Honestly, the most anticipated DLC. Second only to the Witch Queen, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. So, Shadows of Rose. Oh, man. It's hard to find the words because I don't want to sound like an idiot like how I talked about uh, Elden Ring. So I'm trying to actually sound serious. Shadows of Rose is what Freedom Cry was to Black Flag. It was its own campaign. It was its own story. It is a DLC. Granted, thankfully, it's not its own game. It is its own story that plays off what we that what we saw in the original um, Resident Evil Village. And just when I thought I would know what's going to happen is when they threw a lot of monkey wrenches in my way of thinking. Um, it is just, oh, God. To start off, you're, you're going back to a third-person camera where um, the, the previous two Resident Evil games were first-person because you you're, were never meant to see Ethan's face, yada, yada, yada. This was going back to basics with Resident Evil. Not Thank God we didn't have fixed camera angles, but we're going back to what the new norm is. Third-person shooter, survival horror. This had more horror than survival, which is honestly very rare for uh, Resident Evil, especially recently. Uh, Sans 7, obviously. This game made me be more fearful of everything around me, even with guns. 
And for those that know me, for those that have seen me stream, whenever I play Resident Evil or whenever I play horror games, if they have guns, eventually we all get to a state of where we're like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Come at me, motherfuckers. C come on. You're not going to scare me. Oh, God. At this point, even with a gun, I was afraid for my life. Because the game put us in very specific situations that that was reminiscent to Village, but yet felt very original. The, the biggest thing being revisiting Donna Beneviento's home. If you know what I'm talking about, you already know. For those that don't know, if you've played the original Village, my opinion, Beneviento's home is the scariest part in Village because it strips you of everything. You only have what they give you, and you will be chased by a giant baby. A giant baby and... that has a giant vagina neck mouth. But luckily, the baby wasn't here, and I was afraid that it was. Instead, you're being chased around by dolls of your mother that will try and murder you. And you have to, they do some SCP shit where you have to keep staring at it, or else it will follow you. Even around corners. If you go around corners, you can hear them coming. You have to look at them in the hallway. And what's worse is that you have to walk backwards, and then you see another doll coming up to the side, and then you realize, okay, that's another doll I have to look at, and so on and so forth. It, it does a good job at being horror more than survival. Damn, who was the Doctor Who fan designing that, apparently, then? That's just the Weeping yeah. Angels. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does fall flat in the very end gameplay wise story wise it reinforces that ethan is one of the best characters in the whole franchise definitely the best father in the whole franchise um but it does fall flat in its final battle because you know honestly i do not care about mother miranda i didn't feel like she needed to make a return for rose's story honestly her fighting evelyn made a lot more sense because it was fighting her own inner demons but then once it became about Mother Miranda trying to get her daughter back, I'm like, I do not give a shit. At this point, you're now becoming more of a nuisance than actual horror. You're becoming just too much in a game that already threw a lot of at us, but gave us rewards for it. You're becoming too much for the sake of being too much. That is my one big gripe of the, of the DLC, but other than that, a wonderful DLC. I was heavily anticipated for it. It had my expectations high, and it delivered up until the very end. That was Shadows of Rose, and quite honestly, it, it ties it ties into the very end of the game from Village really, really well. Nice, nice, nice. All right. And then I will be going up next with my final pick for 2022. You know it. You love it. Let it finally get the respect it deserves here, if not anywhere else. Sonic Frontiers. Let's go! I... I, I people are going to think I'm making a joke about this. No, I'm, I'm not playing a bit. This I'm, I'm being legitimate. I actually really enjoyed this game. I was surprised how much I enjoyed the game. Again... It is not a AAA masterpiece. It is not the greatest thing in the world, but it was just such a vibe at the time of release and playing it. It is the next evolution, I feel like, in what a 3D Sonic game is. Uh, the combat was satisfying, but not uh, overly complicated. It was okay that you went ahead and unlocked basically everything 
pretty early on in like the first area, almost like the second area, you were probably maxed out if you did everything correctly. Um, but yeah, the way they expand on the story, the way that it kind of like spends the, the story telling you how Sonic's friends are going to evolve in there, the way that it makes every 3D Sonic game effectively canon up to this point. Uh, the Colossus-style combat. Like, I get it. That one... Like, I think what happens a lot, people see the, the one boss fight of the first giant thing where, like, he runs up to arms and everything. And, yeah, that one can be a little janky. Absolutely. But, like, that's in, like, in one area. That is one example of one boss you really never come into contact again outside of that first area early on. And even then, it doesn't, like, make you keep repeating that. Once you go ahead and take care of those bigger things, it becomes very much a, you can fight it again if you want, but you don't have to. You got what you needed. And that was such a thing. It's like, if you click with anything, it kept saying, no, you can keep doing that if you want. It's just there for you to enjoy. But if you don't, keep moving on. The fact that, again, it was a very much a, a Sonic game theme that I didn't know I wanted or needed, but the fact that I, I could not go more than... 10 seconds without coming, probably more realistically, five seconds without coming to contact something I could do something with. I think, if anything, I've seen some people have the critique of, I really didn't know what to do. I didn't like everything was just going all over the place. Like, yeah, that's kind of the point of it of like, you just keep interacting. Like, I think people forget that uh, Sonic is a platformer first more so than he is about, oh, speedrunning or anything like that. And this does platforming really well while incorporating the fact that, oh, yeah, this is a character whose entire thing is he never stops moving. There's always something to interact with. There's always something going on. I was oddly, you know, attached to the story. The bigger boss fights, like the Titans and all that, they weren't perfect. No, this whole supersonic thing was a bit annoying at times. But, I mean, this is just such a... This is such a great first step in a new series of games that I already want to go to, but I will settle for the DLC that's incoming. So I'm down with it. I was, again, super surprised at how much I just deeply loved this game. So much, but And you could fish awesome. with fucking Big the Cat. It was already great. You could. It, and, it had, oh, and that music when you were fishing with Big the Cat. Let me tell you, the number of times my controller or something would fall off of my desk because of the, the sound and the music how much bass there was in there for that fucking song of Fishing with Bigs the Cat. Ah, it was awesome. Was it annoying getting the controller? Yeah, but I put it up there, that's on me. The fact that it just, ah, that bass. So good. So good. I'm, I don't know, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to see what comes next. Uh, This was, I was just really happy. I was so fucking happy playing this game. Alright, Ultima, and your final. It shouldn't come to any shock because if this was a game that recently came out and it got many flowers, uh, definitely deserved flowers. God of War Ragnarok. Just like with Elden Ring, it is kind of hard to find the words that we haven't already said, but I'm going to try. This game is near perfect. Obviously, there is no such thing as a perfect game, but this one is almost hitting that mark. Um, wonderful, wonderful narrative with a story that does make you feel in a lot of areas. Um, truth be told, I never played God of War until right before 2018. I got to play that game. 
I played God of War 2, but that was when 2018's God of War had already came out. I played it on the PS2 uh, because I, I found it at a, at a flea market for five bucks, and I said, you know what? I'll, I'll try this game out. I heard it was pretty fucking hard. Let me try it out. Boy, howdy it was! But even without knowing the complete story, seeing the story that was unfolding in the Norse uh, chapters, it hit hard. It hit very, very hard. Not just with the relationship between Kratos, Atreus, their past relationship with Faye that we're slowing to seeing un- unraveled, but also the relationship between uh, the Norse gods and, Nor- and Norse characters, Brock, Sindri, Freya, Freyr, uh, his Hildi, uh, Surtur, Odin, Thor. The, the, how they are interacting with that world, and how they feel, they feel like they fit in, especially when Kratos is not a part of this mythology at all. It is just wonderful. It's a wonderfully told story that Sony Santa Monica was able to re- was able to tell us in such a fashion that I almost cried. I, I was able to hold it back in, on stream, but I almost cried, especially at the very end where I'm not going to spoil it. It's still pretty fresh of a game and not everyone is able to play it. Um, but I will also say that uh, combat wise. They improved. In certain areas, yet it still feels a little clunky to me, but again, I'm a person that loves fast-paced combat, which is why, to my amazement, when I got to play as Atreus, I liked that combat so much more than playing as Kratos for for majority of the game. Um, But it also does a good job of not having us restart everything because it's a new game. I'm looking at you, Kingdom Hearts. Kratos still has his blades. He still has his axe. We don't have our same gear, Granted that that whole the whole thing of being stuck in film winter for three years that's a decent excuse. We were still it still didn't feel like we were outmatched. It still felt like we were still growing. Atreus definitely grew. God damn. But yeah, everything was just glorious, especially since we were able to finally go through all nine realms. It felt. It really felt like a continuation of a complete game and also Santa Monica being one of the very few, if not the only company triple a company, I should say that has done a whole game with zero DLC. God of war 2018 had no DLC. And I hope they do one for Atreus in this one, seeing as uh, the events that played out in the story, but no, this game is near perfect. It's wonderful. My only big concern is my only big issue and it could just be a me thing was i wish the camera was pulled back a little bit from kratos just a little bit if there was a fov slider then i haven't seen it but just pull that camera back just a little bit and it would have been great not to mention just a little too much shouting from freya at times it's just way too much it's like ashley from resident evil 4 just too much at times where it didn't need to happen especially the nithog fight but that's just me and also when i'm in pressure i don't want to be yelled at but that's personal things. This game, Chef's Kiss, wonderful. Giving it the flowers it deserves. I'm not dick writing it. If you played it, you'll understand. I'll play it eventually. I'll play it eventually. Yeah. You'll play it when it's on PC. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I don't think so. I think I'll, I'll probably get it PS5 just for the sake of it being on my 4K TV. Like I, I think, yeah, I, I don't you, know. You I just feel don't like, like the actual. Com- you didn't like the combat from the first one. 
Yeah, I I have a thing about Western uh, studios with their idea of what action combat is. I don't think it's bad. I just again, I grew you. up. Yeah, I grew up on DMC on Devil May Cry. So those are the, those are the clones yeah, so I want to see. You so, would like yeah. the original God of War and not Ragnarok. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Sadly, sadly, as, as I'm uh, as I'm learning about it right now because I'm going through the original God of War, and I feel right at home. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, that's cool. Absolutely. Awesome. With that. And I'm talking are, about the past. We will move on now to the future. Those were our games of 2022. Take them. Leave them. We don't care. Hurtful, but we don't care. And we move on to any- games we're looking forward to in 2023. Starting off with my first choice. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I was so scared of Fallen Order when I first saw the trailer for it because I could very much tell, oh, Souls inspired. Dark Souls! Dark Souls! Ew. But then they surprised me by making it not really Souls combat, just kind of a concept. Um, And expanding on that... To the point that I became a very big fan of it. And after playing it, experiencing it, I am so excited to come back to it in this new world. I think it's setting up for an amazing story, a great expansion on what was already there. Uh, I like the idea of coming back and hanging out with Cal. If anything... It just makes me more sad that it's like, oh, this is a great Star Wars story in a universe that has been predetermined. So I don't know how much uh, it just makes me so happy of like, this is going to be so awesome and ultimately mean nothing. But so fucking awesome in the meantime. And that's great. That's amazing. That better not be Revan. It just better uh, not be Revan. I don't remember. I don't, I, I don't think. But, I don't think so. Like, well. Like there, there's rumors that the dude with one arm is Revan, canonically. I'm like, no, it better not be. I, I don't think it'll be. But then again, the only thing Revan related in this uh, Disney era was a reference to one of the ships in the movies. So he's he's canon, but I don't think that canon. Yeah. At least I, I personally. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for. More, I'm excited for Crossguard. I'm excited for use lightsaber with a pistol. Um, I'm I'm down for this. It makes me think about the old homebrew uh, ranger class I had for a D&D Star Wars game I ran uh, years ago. Uh, that this never came to fruition, but I'm excited. I'm very happy for it. And yeah, I don't know. Like I'm just ready. I hope I hope it does launch with a lot of what came with the surprise DLC from the first game of like the the custom make your own arenas and all that because by the time that came back i would have had to replay the game again to actually get a whole get a hang of the combat again and i just wasn't going to do that at the time of the dlc so i'm hoping <laughs> we get that here i'm just hoping that um they continue with what they're doing combat wise it felt like a very good action adventure with very trace elements of of souls and i'm talking very very small trace elements of souls um I I do I cannot wait for what the story entails, especially since I believe we're getting a slightly edgier Cal because he's getting a little more angry with everything happening. 
Again, I could just be misreading or looking into the trailer a bit differently. But I am hey. very interested in what we're about to get with Cal. The, on- the only thing that seems less edgy than Cal right now in the trailer is apparently his uh, razor blade. Because, you know, got that stubble going on there. Because, you know, the edgy- growing. The edgier some uh, character gets, the more stubble they got to have. Not an actual beard, but stubble. Got the five o'clock shadow. Mm hmm. Right. All right. So. Let's talk Nintendo again. Let's talk Nintendo. Because if you weren't going to talk about it, I sure as hell was. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Originally called Breath of the Wild 2 because we're unoriginal. This game is very much so one of the most anticipated games out there. After After Breath of the Wild, after playing that game, after doing as much as I can, not doing the DLC because I have to relearn how to play that game. Breath of the Wild left such an imprint on on my um, on my life, on how I play games and uh, as well as games in general. Elden Ring, Sonic Frontiers, Odyssey. Like we have a lot of games that it's safe to say that Breath of the Wild wasn't the first that did it that did its own thing, but it definitely left such a big imprint that a lot of games are now looking at it being like you know what let's do what they're doing tears of the kingdom i can't wait to see what what their next step is granted what breath of the wild did it's not broken it's nothing bad don't fix what's not broken obviously but also it would be a shame if it was just more of the same which in some cases it did look like it was just gonna be more of the same in the trailer but knowing nintendo they didn't give us everything they are one of the people that kind of hold cards close to the chest, which I do appreciate. And they don't give us everything on a platter, or they don't give us too much. So, I... No matter what, I'm going to be happy to get it. It'll definitely make me play my Switch more. Thankfully, Scarlet was able to make me play my Switch for like a week or two. But hopefully it'll make me play a little bit longer, just because I do love Zelda. And I do want to see what story, what the story is gonna, gonna. I'm losing my words. Fuck! I can't wait for the story. I can't wait to see what's next, especially since we're in this weird phrase where I don't know where this is in the timeline. So I'm just like, give me more content, please. That was gibberish. I'm sorry. It's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I know it comes out in May. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see where I am in May. With that, because I I definitely want to play it absolutely, but I just remember how that I believe Z- Z- when Zelda came out, I took like a week off from work and did nothing but play it when it first came out, and that was a lot. I don't regret it at all, but it was just so much. I don't I don't know where I'm gonna put this. All right, he hits he hits with that second one. So. My next choice, surprising me, out of nowhere, I, I did not think this was gonna be a thing. I, I started this demo months ago, being like, let's check it out, let's see what it is, and see what's going on here. It seems Dynasty Wars with it. I'll try it. And then that that night with that demo just changed my fucking life. Of like, I need this game now. I need this game so much right now. And that game is Wu Long. Fallen Dynasty. 
This is from the people who made uh, Stranger in Paradise. It is Souls-like, but set in a fantasized version of the Three Kingdoms era of Shu Wu Wei, where you create your character, you wander the lands, you fight monsters and warring factions. And it was amazing. It was gorgeous. It was fair and fulfilling. It was reactive. It was interactive. I just, there's just so much. Like Everyone always talks about how, oh yeah, you know, we were very inspired by Kung Fu and high octane action and, you know, classic Chinese martial arts and yada, yada, yada. And then it's kind of the basic combo one, two, three. Damn! Did someone finally fucking mean it here? Like, this is everything that um, Stranger Paradise uh, like gave you a glimpse of, and more so. And the fact that it is, I, again, I love the Warriors games. I fucking adore Dynasty Warriors. So the fact that it's coming back here and like, hey, here's the backdrop of a new retelling of the, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. It was just so fucking awesome, dude. It was so fucking... I everything about it. This was everything I have always wished that a Souls game would do for me. Like everything. It surprises me to know that this is probably my most look forward game of next year. Absolutely. Just from that demo and how fucking fun it was. And the fact that it is not just, oh well, so you know somebody I think so many people like piss on souls like games because oh they have like extra characters and there's like oh but you have people helping you yeah 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 if you want that difficulty it's there but more so you can go ahead you can summon in allies to the game not just multiplayer allies actual heroes from the three kingdoms timeline allies i'm talking yeah uh, guan yu i'm talking uh zhang fei i'm talking uh uh, Zoyun, like, just so fucking cool and awesome, and it's so much fun. And ah, uh, I can't. Just the just the the fucking clips I got from playing the demo, uh, early earlier this year. God, I'm so ready for it. I'm just so fucking ready for it. I cannot wait. It comes out in March, and it can't get here fast enough. Like, it, it is so surprising to me that, me of all people, two of my most look forward to games in the upcoming year, and obviously, like I said before, my most look forward to game of this upcoming year, is a Souls-like that I know I'm going to enjoy because I played a demo of it. That Team is... Ninja. Yeah, that is so beyond me. They're like, here we are. Here we are. In all, in all fairness, Team Ninja does so much more with combat than Dark Souls does. Yeah. And it's not me being arrogant. I love From Software, but if you've played Neo 1 or 2, you know the combat is very, very extensive in both those games. So seeing yep. that's Team Ninja doing Wo Long, I understand it. I yeah. completely understand it. It is I, wonderful. It looks wonderful. And I know that these cutscenes are going to look like the gameplay. Yeah, they're in-game. Like I can promise yeah. you, the vast majority of what you saw in there... If it isn't involving like background characters of like little little ads fighting them like that, if it was an actual character reaction to it, that was all probably in game in boss fight moments. Because again, the reason I love it so much, the boss fights in there, you actually they do have triggers in there to interact to do massive damage and shift the battlefield. It was 
Ugh, so fucking cool. It was just so fucking cool to play that game. God damn. I will... Before we move on to my last one, I just want to make an honor, like a two honorable mentions. One, uh, because we don't have. I'm, I, for me, my selections we got per, I, we got dates for. One of these games, I'm just gonna honorably mention, doesn't have a date as far as I know, and it's Lies of P, mm-hmm. because uh, I really want to see what they're gonna do because that looks very Bloodborne esque, but with Pinocchio aesthetics. Yeah, and that that definitely, if it's a Souls like game, I'm gonna be interested to some degree. But not to mention, it looks gothic Victorian. Oh, man, no, you got my interest. I don't know when it's going to come out. So, yeah, honorable mention, just because it could be delayed to 2024. That's why it's on the top three. Another thing, uh, Destiny Lightfall, DLC, and also because um, I'm only interested in it only because matchmaking raids. That's literally the reason why. That and possible grappling, but not not too sure. I haven't seen full gameplay, so, yeah. But... No, absolutely. Like... Yeah, I what was it? Life, life, Lies of P was definitely something that's been around, like been talked about for a while. So it's gonna be cool if we actually get it this year. That would be really awesome. I, I think we do. Um, I just hope it hasn't been so long that it gets swallowed up by the massive year we have incoming. Next Let's up, let's talk about yeah. So, I, like I talked about with uh, Resident Evil, I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil. So, it's no surprise that... Oh, wait, wait, no, so sorry, I no, forgot. This is my no, second No, you one. made choices. You made yeah, choices. Yeah, no, 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 I thought, I thought we were at the second one. I thought I already talked about this. My bad, my bad, my bad. Because you went to, I thought I already did a second one. Uh, Yeah, no, not Resident Evil. Yakuza. Yakuza. Oh, man. Can I shout out one of our homies, one of our mutual homies? Yeah, uh, Tortilla Senpai. So... They played the demo. They got to play the demo, I believe, a year ago. They got a Japanese import, and they have been on about this game for so long that it got me wanting to look into this uh, version. Not just them, one of my other homies, but they they were all about Ishin, and I can see why now. Man, it is. It looks wonderful. It is. It's completely non-canon, so it just they they put in whatever characters they want, and the fact that they brought Kuze back. In 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 in, in design wise, man, you already got me sold. Uh, I I am a big fan of Yakuza. I'm not gonna say a huge fan because I have not played every game. I'm currently on five and I'm gonna be taking a break. But the fact that they're still that they're using the current engine, the current Dragon engine, makes this a must. A must. The current Dragon engine looks phenomenal. The same engine behind uh, the same engine that they did uh, Lost Judgment, Judgment like a dragon. Uh, sorry, like a Dragon Seven because uh, Yakuza is just called like a Dragon Japan. So the fact that they remastered it with its current engine, phenomenally beautiful. It's just wonderful. It looks great, and I cannot wait to see. I, I can't wait to see how it plays with current gen consoles and in my freaking hands in English, translated in English. Because goddamn, I was tempted to get a Japanese import until I realized I would not be able to know anything that's going on in that game. Yeah. I think it's a smart choice of them to... They, they knew the desire for the game was there, so instead of just remastering it, that they used it as a showcase for their Like a Dragon, the Dragon Engine, and yep, rebuilt for... it from the ground up. And I think some people are had some small critiques of the fact that in this game, they have clearly replaced some of the characters from the original Ishin, uh game with uh, newer ones that have been in the newer later versions of the Yakuza Like a Dragon games. 
uh, to go ahead and put them in here. So some people, so some characters that were in the original release of the game have been replaced with newer characters. So some had small it, critiques it would, to that, but I mean, at that point, it would make sense. Yeah, but I, don't, I think my only reason I like, I will not be picking up the game is because I already have such a stacked year. I know who I am. I'm not going to buy a game that I'm spend that much time into that doesn't have a dub in it to it. Which is fine. That, that's that's their, their choice. Yeah, that's their choice to go ahead and do so. Cool. Um, I it's just really cool. It's it's really cool that they wouldn't they hear their fans enough to surprise them with that kind of a choice and to have that kind of faith in their engine of like, hey, we could do that, but what if we did this instead? It looks like it's going to be an amazing game, and I'm really happy that they. I, I'm very happy with that kind of choice in uh, game design, like what they wanted to develop. And it was. And do. And it was showcased right beside uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden, which is a story between Yakuza 6 and 7, as well mm-hmm. as Like a Dragon 8, with uh, a, the, the sequel to Yakuza Like a Dragon. So I am very looking forward to all of this. All of those. It's a three for. You got three for one. I think I'll go back and battle off Judgment. So talk about RPGs. Yeah, so my final pick for 2023 of what I'm looking forward to is going to be a classic reborn via Kickstarter. The Euden Chronicles 100 Heroes game. From the ashes it rose. From 505 Games, one of my favorite groups out there. They did a lot of work with I think I think they also No, 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 no I'm thinking I'm thinking level 5. Yeah, no level 5 that was they made a lot of my classic RPG or JRPGs that I loved, but then sadly were taken down. Um, but no, this is a spiritual successor to the Suikoden series that were uh, classic JRPGs, turn-based, where you had a massive, large story that had hundreds of characters you could go ahead and, depending how you play, interact with, recruit, and use in combat and see how the story goes. This originally launched as a Kickstarter. It immediately got what needed to go ahead and grow. And now to see it getting so close to hopefully release this year. It doesn't have a release date yet, but it is promising this year, which I believe I want to hope they'll hit because they have also prompted them to go ahead and do a release of a new remaster of I can't believe we're getting this. Because of the interest in this one, they have gone ahead and uh made and will be releasing remasters of Suikoden one and two. The classic JRPGs. There was another game that was uh, that uh, that was announced right next to Hundred Heroes, correct? Yeah, it was the uh, Town Builder for uh, Euden Chronicles. I have it installed right now. Actually, I haven't played it yet. It was uh, Euden Chronicles Rising, which was like a side-scrolling combat game that involved uh, uh, yeah, that that involved. Okay, combat and town building. Well, how the fuck did I lose on site there? But yeah, no, I'm so excited for this. I love the type of game. I there are other bigger games that sure would be cool, but this is just something of like I can't wait to have a chance to really just experience something that classic, but up to date. Hopefully, I hope it holds. I'm sure I'll be down with it at the very least. But we'll see what happens. I I think this might go ahead and be what I think this might do to me. In terms of the, um, what is it? Uh, that's also coming out. Octopath Traveler and those other uh, 2.5 games. 
from Square. Yeah. I think this might possibly have the same kind of effect on me that playing Triangle Strategy did for other Which, like smaller strategy games like Fire Emblem. It's funny that you mentioned both Octopath Traveler and Triangle Strategy because this really just aesthetically and also graphically, this looks like Octopath Traveler on steroids while mm. keeping like almost the same humanized, like human sized sprites that uh, Triangle Strategy did while you're still moving around. This looks like if both of those, it, it looks like both of those either took inspiration from this or they decided let's get a little bit more modern with how we're going to make our characters. But then again, I've never heard of Aiden Chronicles before the E3 that it was announced in, which was two years ago, I believe. When uh, he was still alive. For some which people I, still, some people still to this day, I know people who stand by uh, the game that is a spiritual success award of Sweet and Two. Some people to this day stand by that being one of the greatest video games of all time. So, like, my expectations are pretty high for what this could be. It has a shark person, man. Come on now. Yeah, and honestly, just looking at this trailer, I might pick it up. Like, I like I would want to pick up for uh, Triangle Strategy. It is on Steam. You can wishlist it. And thank God it's on Steam because I wouldn't want to get this on Switch. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it even has 60 frames per second despite the sprites. Like, fuck yeah, let's go. Give me that. There's no reason. Even if it is like a maybe not triple A game in terms of photorealism bullshit, you can still make art style fucking beautiful. And I am about it. I love that shit. Let's go. Like, I mean, the bridge scene that we're watching for like a fourth time, it is beautiful. And who the fuck is calling me now of all times? Jesus fucking... Oh God. Give me a moment. Keep talking. I'm no, sorry. It's all good. No, but like, it's again, it has a shark person with a ball and chain and a fucking kangaroo with a buster sword. Folks, I don't know what more it could give you to make you interested. I feel like if that wasn't enough, there's no pleasing you. I don't know. I don't I don't know. A hundred playable heroes. I, ah, God, it's just it's just so much. That's a wolf person with a cape. I'm just noticing that now. And is that a blind swordsman with a mask or is he just got our eyes closed? I just there's so I'm much very going sorry. on. Here. Give me like five to ten minutes. I'm very, very sorry. No, it's all good, it's all good. Like I could just stay here and wax poetically. Like Lolly with a does that lolly have a fucking multi gun with huh heart symbols about it? I think I have I have questions about clearly our main character choice in weapons because like they're like spears with a hook on them, but I mean is okay, but I don't know, folks. I I'm not gonna stop talking about this game. I'm looking forward to so much. Gonna be on Switch. Gonna be on Steam. Gonna be on Epic Game Store. GOG like Game Pass. That's right. It will be on Game Pass. So I. I Biggest thing on there. If you have Game Pass, it will be included with it. Like, let's fucking go. Like, let's fucking go. I, that, it, they don't have an estimated time for a release here just yet, but I know, let me see here. It is estimated, 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 estimated. No, it's not sweet. Okay, I mean, that's fine. Either way, it's going to come in. I believe the Suikoden games are supposed to... The Suikoden remasters are supposed to come in before that. So we can at least look forward to that type of situation. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just all about it, and I can't get enough of it. Uh, other games I didn't mention that we could probably go ahead and mull Ultima's on the phone right now. 
look at a few things. Uh, Spider-Man 2, that is coming this year as well. We didn't cover it in news because it broke before. I am after so history. sorry. No, it's not good. I was saying, anyone interested, Spider-Man 2 has been officially announced for a fall 2023. So we got that going <coughs> as well. Honorable mention. Mm-hmm. All right. And then with that, let's see here. And then Ultima, you want to go ahead and take us on home? Right, so this is going to be both me dick-writing this as well as me giving extra criticism. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Man, let, let me tell y'all a tale. Resident Evil 4, overrated? Yes, rightfully so. But also, it is my very first Resident Evil game I've played back when it was on the GameCube. So, one, nostalgia is a huge factor for me, thing, saying this is one of the most anticipated games for me personally. But not to mention, this is years of re-releases, years of control switches, years of playing this game over and over and over again. And finally seeing this on a different engine, this looking so vastly different from the original with different controls and honestly, different areas as well. Like this game, I, I, I... there's a saying called no game, no hype. Those are the rules. We finally got gameplay. I'm finally going to be able to hype for this. And my expectations for this game are now through the fucking roof, which is probably going to be the downfall for it. But God, we're talking years of playing this game over and over. And I'm going to play the original four one more time before this game comes out. Just because, just as a final send off, because that's how much this game means to me. Hell, this game is the first time I'm going to be getting a a collector's edition of any game. I didn't get one for God of War. I didn't get one for Call of Duty. I didn't get one for for uh, more combat. This is the first time I'm going to be shilling about three hundred bucks for specialized items. Th- this, this, a remake of a re-release of a re-release of one of the most popular Resident Evil games. This this was a lot of people's first. So this is going to have a lot of people wanting to get this game just out of pure nostalgia. And for those that never played the original 4, don't anymore. Don't. Because the, the controls in this game is going to be a whole lot better. If you, if you do not like tank controls, do not make yourself suffer. Wait for this game. This game comes out March 24th. It's a very, very special day. That's that is now a very special special day, my God. Of course, there ha- there are some issues going into it. At least people think there could be issues. The biggest one being how much of an escort mission is going to feel, because the original four, the whole reason is escorting Ashley back to America. You, you're trying to get her out of this island, out of this area, and she was the most annoying piece of shit character. My fucking God. But, one, different voice actress, and two, different control scheme, different everything. So hopefully that won't be the case. The only other issue that I personally have, or something that I'm dreading, is some of the bosses. Uh, Salazar, specifically. I'm not going to go ahead and bash on his design. (coughs) Quick Rhodes guy. (coughs) But uh, a lot of those fights were mainly because you were playing tank controls. A lot of the enemies were around the controls that you're playing at. So now that you're playing in third person, you're able to react a lot quicker. 
I just wonder how those fights are gonna are gonna work out, especially um when you're in the sewer, when you're trying to evade from um one of Salazar's bodyguards. If you know, you know, that one was terrifying. Um, but aside from that, um, I'm happy with what we're getting. I wish they had gotten the old Leon's like old Leon's voice actor, but I'm I'm okay with what they ha- what we have now because it is continuity. We're the same voice actor for Resident Evil Two Remake. Uh, his model looks beautiful. Uh, Luis Serra looks very different, but it's not it's not unwelcomed. He looks pretty. He looks he looks nice. Salazar, quicker odds guy, and Osman Sadler. He sounds close to what we got originally, which I'm happy about because his voice was very very good and his performance was very very good. So I'm hoping that this game delivers, over delivers, please over deliver. <laughs> And that's me, Dick, writing Resident Evil 4. I just downloaded the original the other night. So oh, I'm, I'm going to be playing it. I won't be go old man. It. I won't be old man gamer. You, you whippersnappers don't understand what you're letting go of. Go back and play tank controls. Go back and do it. Shut the fuck up. Go back shut, and do it. Shut the actual fuck up. As someone who has played this game 20 plus times, we can do without tank controls for this type of game. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying no change it. I'm saying go back and play the original. Okay, that yeah. Do it one more time before it before it releases. I say do <laughs> it one more time. I was about to say like we're not. We don't need to go back. No, no. Go go, oh, go back no. and go back and play the original. Go back and play Tank Controls. Understand where it came from. Understand where we came from. Actually, but to be to be fair, once again, I think awesome people misunderstand. Like when we say the hype behind Resident Evil Four is it really did change the game in terms of game design. There's some things that were implemented in. Resident Evil 4, this had not been done before. Like, I believe big things in terms of, like, third-person shooters would not be what they were, or what they are today, if it were not for Resident Evil 4, uh, along with, um, I believe it's MGS2? Um, yeah, they were... They had somewhat. MGS2 yeah. wasn't, like, over the shoulder. It was still um, isometric. Well, I mean, like, in, in terms of, like, when they went into, like, actual aiming, I believe uh, that... I think you're thinking of three. It might be three, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I, I know, like, a big thing in terms of how games, they just simply were designed differently after the release of Resident Evil 4 and one of the Metal Gear Solids. And not not even in terms of narrative, not in terms of, like, overblowing some of the story, literally mechanics. in terms of the, the, the mechanics they chose that had just never been done before. So it gets a lot of respect for that. So... It's going to be cool to see it be updated. Um, again, Resident Evil 4, I say go play the original, but yeah, I know it's a dated game at this point. Uh, it just, you know, that was the origin of modern third-person shooters, and believe me, it shows. So I'm excited to go back and play it again uh, uh, for no other reason, but I am very excited that while we may not be getting the original voice actor for Leon back, Leon in this game has been confirmed. He is still a dork saying his cheesy lines. And that's all. It's that wonderful. That's I will say, and it just hit. It just hit me. Another big point of contention is: I hope this game doesn't feel way too long, like in four, because a lot of Resident Evil games recently, you can beat in about eight hours, five right? hours, yeah. eight, eight, five. It, it depends. Like if you're if you're taking your time, if you're getting immersed with the horror within eight hours, if you are 
trying to speed run it without you know doing glitches if you're trying to speed through everything you can get it done without two or three hours i hope this game paces itself but it doesn't overstay because the original four one it goes by through chapters it goes like chapter one dash one one dash two one dash three so on and so forth it really dragged um not it wasn't bad but once you got to the latter stages it just it, it felt very slow you could feel it I I hope that they've done away with it because you don't need it with this type of game. We're no longer tank controls. We're in third person. Maybe when you're doing transitions from the uh, the village to the castle and the castle to the island, I can understand that. But when you're going from point A to B from one end to the other, I hope there's no transitions to different chapters. I hope they just do, do away with chapters as a whole um, because that is what made the game feel very, very very long i believe four is one of the longest resident evil games aside from six and six had four different stories yeah i'm gonna say like six six was like short each story but it, it was long uh it it, it was gonna... long at first and then it got progressively shorter like leon's was obviously the longest and you got chris's story and then jake mueller's story and then ada's and it just kept getting shorter and shorter and shorter you know, I I have yet to ever play an Ada story. You never it's played always... Operation Ada in four? Yeah, no, I never because like it was always like the extra thing after the fact. I was like, I uh, I'll get around to it. Never happened because they always made it an extra thing after the fact. I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm set. Yeah, I would say with six, it's more it's more necessary because it's a different point of the story <laughs> that actually does impact. Where Operation Ada. It's you're just playing. You're, you're playing alongside Leon. You know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you see it happen as Leon. With six, you don't really know what happened with Ada. You don't know what the fuck was going on, even while playing in Leon's story. So that's one point that six does a little bit better than four. I can't believe I said those words in that exact phrase in that sentence. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? We grow. We change. We evolve. I, I hope six evolves at some point. <laughs> I shouldn't be too hard because six is was modern day third person shooter. It was the first Resident Evil that actually did away with tank controls. It did something. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it wasn't bad. I played through it on stream. I thought it was pretty uh, neat. It was just long. I, I played that game co op completely. I loved every second of it. I thought that game was awesome. <laughs> Everyone kept. I was so surprised when I went online and suddenly everybody was shitting on. It. I was like. What game did y'all play? I had to time my goddamn life with that game. They, I fucking loved it. They played Chris's story first, and they got mad. I guess so. They played it alone. I played it alone. I liked it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was so fucking awesome. Anyway. And yeah, that is our list for 2022 and 2023. I mentioned it before, and I'll say it again. We are so thankful to have had you all here for this other good... Was this the first year? I think this was our first year. This is our first year officially. Yeah. Our our legitimate first year was last year. Yeah. So, it was good to have you all here. I can't wait to see you all in the next year. Um, like, like I said, let's see growth. Let's see more of the same. Uh, we hope you will be here for that as well. Mark it on your calendars. 
January 17th. If there's Thanks. any updates, please follow us on our social media platforms, Twitter and YouTube at BGB Weekly or our personal Twitters, uh, CLSP at CLSP underscore, underscore three. Uh, yeah. I, I, I. Yeah. Yep. And me at Ultimate JV Dev. We will update you because we love doing this. We love doing this for you. Hell, if I, if, if I was a fucking dictator, I'd be doing this every week because I love doing this. It's okay. No breaks every week. <laughs> you'll all learn you'll all learn <laughs> um but yeah no so that's gonna be it for Vici this year tomorrow will be the final year end episode of weeaboo trash talk myself gallon and i'll suck himself bingo will be here talking about our top three anime that we watched this year and our top three anime we're looking forward to watching next year not necessarily within the same year but yeah well we're gonna be talking about that so you want to come back and catch the highlights by all means go ahead and do so and yeah uh ultimately before i let you go any other questions or any other any other uh promotions uh yeah uh twitch uh, i'm playing through the original god of war uh tomorrow night i'll be going through modern warfare 2 and uh the 26th i'll be doing an asmr stream where i'll be playing uh layers of fear the older version of the game so definitely come check that out before I go on a break for January because uh, hey, hey, I need to recharge batteries on streaming because I'm doing a little too much on that front. Also, my schedule's going to be very fucking weird throughout January, so uh, an overhaul's needed. Absolutely. Uh, I, myself, in the, past, in the next few weeks, you may see me sporadically on here. I'm going to go ahead, you know, with the time off you may see me at the very least on the weekends i'm still going to go ahead and try and continue on the newer series i'm experimenting with called uh, how does one even where we go ahead and play a new game at least for a few hours to get a hang of it see how we like that and talk about it get some you know video clips and all that so you may see that as well but otherwise once again thank you for the year and we can't wait for the next one goodbye